Hey, Moving Forward listeners, a quick disclaimer before you listen to this episode, which is part of the book writing miniseries that I recorded several years ago. The books I was a co-author on are no longer in print, and I have since permanently parted ways with my former co-author. As such, I have edited these episodes, removing as many mentions of the titles as possible. I'm also adding this disclaimer to minimize any confusion. The basic information contained within is still helpful, which is why I've decided to keep them on this podcast. I also encourage you to listen to episode 388 to learn more about the reasons behind my decision. Now that we've covered that, I hope you enjoy this series and find these episodes helpful. Thank you. Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 246. Let's go ahead, jump right in. Part one. I had a crappy week last week. (laughs) I had one of those weeks where I felt like everything was just out of sorts. And it wasn't a particular event where it wasn't any one thing. I just felt like everything was out of whack. And have you ever had one of those weeks? And it's it's weird because I felt like July was a little funky, but last week just I felt like it was a culmination of like all this stuff that I've had on my mind. And and uh, I had one of those like just kind of one of those moments where it just felt like I was just I had to step away. I had to go radio silent for a day or two and and not respond to anybody because I was just about to lose it. And I got into, I was really short with people. I was arguing with people. One of my friends, we got into this stupid argument and I, I, we were just texting back and forth over a uh, misunderstanding. It turned out to be a stupid misunderstanding over a scheduled conference call. And uh, I finally said, look, we need to talk this out over the phone because this is, you know, uh, <laughs> we just let's talk this out. We got on the phone. It was a really dumb misunderstanding, stupid mistake. And that's when I realized, you know what, I need to just unplug and step away for a little bit. And I don't know if you've if if you had a, a funky week like that last week, or if you've had some recently. But a buddy of mine has has suggested to me that I get back into meditation, and uh, I've tried it before, and I've never been great at sticking with it. So he recommended uh, use the Calm app, which I've tried before. But instead of doing it at an exact time every day. Just use it when you feel like you need it. You know, if you feel like uh, you're getting stressed out, just take maybe 10, 15 minutes, turn it on and try it. So I think I'm going to do that just more of the just-in-time method. But yeah, last week was just one of those weeks. I just felt like, uh, you know, I was hitting a breaking point. Hopefully, you know, next week, will this week will be better. Next week will be better. But yeah, I just feel like... the. Part of the summer has just been a little bit off, a little bit funky. Uh, I'd love to hear from you if if you've had anything similar over the last couple of weeks. And uh, hopefully, you know, just hang in there and let's all keep moving forward. All right, let's go ahead and jump into part two. Uh, I'm going to cover two things today. And I've alluded to this a couple of weeks ago. And I want to talk a little bit about self-publishing platforms because I know I've been very, very focused on Amazon's KDP platform, which is a very big self-publishing platform. Many books are published through there, but I don't want you to feel like you that's your only choice. And I do wanna let you know and at least build some awareness that there are a lot of options out there. So KDP, Amazon's is probably one of the biggest. You know, They have a large share of the e-reader market through Kindle. And it's also a very popular place for self-publishing. So I'll explain a little bit about my history. In 2016, I worked with two friends on a coloring book, the Corporate Clichés Adult Coloring Book. We decided to publish it through CreateSpace. 
which was a self-publishing uh, platform that was acquired by Amazon. It was under the Amazon umbrella, but it was separate from KDP. And, uh, you know, I just, I didn't think much about it. I just knew that uh, a lot of people had used CreateSpace to publish adult coloring books. We had a f pretty easy time getting it up there and getting it out there. And we were able to release it, uh, you know, in time for Christmas of 2016. And it's been up there ever since. So that was my experience. And about a year or two, uh, a year, year and a half ago, uh, CreateSpace actually merged with KDP. So now they're all under KDP. Our coloring book migrated over there. So it was the platform I was most familiar with. There are a lot of uh, guides and rules and templates and forms you have to you have to kind of comb through to make sure your book you know complies with everything. And I talked a lot about fonts and things like that last week. But the nice thing about KDP is that there is no upfront cost for publishing your book. KDP monetizes through taking a percentage of sales. They also do uh, build in some of the printing costs into the cost of the uh, paperback version of the book. And then you as the author or creator uh, get the rest. Uh, but I want you to know that there are other platforms out there. There's Apple iBooks, which is also very popular. Uh, Barnes & Noble has its own self-publishing platform, Google Play. There's also companies like Smashwords, Kobo, and IngramSpark. What I recommend, I'm not as familiar with these other platforms. And actually, for the most part, uh, you can publish on multiple platforms. You don't necessarily have to stick with one. Just kind of be aware of what you're signing up for. So with KDP, they have something called KDP Select. If you enroll your book in that, it gives you some options like uh, getting access, uh, your book access to the lending library. But it also, uh, as a caveat, you you're exclusive to Amazon for, I think, 90 days. So just be aware of which programs you opt your book into. But if you're under a non-restrictive um, you know, route, which is just traditionally just publishing your book and getting out there. For the most part, you're not going to be restricted from publishing your book elsewhere, but do check. I'm not as familiar with the other platforms, so do check. Most of these are going to be, uh, you know, will have similar features. Some will have fees for publishing your book, so do check into that, and you can see kind of like uh, what the return is for, for publishing your book. Um, they each are have advantages and pros and cons, just like anything else. So do some due diligence, do some homework on that. The other thing I want to cover with you is what I like to call the smile test. So it's funny, uh, my my friend uh, who's writing his book, uh, I was texting with him a little bit, and he asked, I asked him, "How's it going?" He said, "I just did the fourth pass, I'm getting ready to work with uh, Megan, the, the brilliant editor that I've worked with before and talked about on the podcast, which is awesome. I and mean, he's really getting to that final stage." to prepare his book. And he said, you know, I read through it and I smiled. Uh, and that's what I call the smile test or the laugh test. So the smile test, the laugh test, the nod test, whatever it is, that's really just kind of the intangible. That's your your gut telling you that the, the core elements of the story are there, that you have that story. So I've talked a lot about the technical, you know, using folders, documents, and BME, beginning, middle, and end. But the intangible is really the smile test, the laugh test, the nod test. Do you read through your manuscript and... Do you feel like it's there? It may not be 100% polished. You may have to work with the, your editor to get it there, but the core elements of the story are there. So do kind of keep that in mind as you're going through and redrafting and polishing up your, your manuscript. The write-up for this episode is at bemovingforward.com. Your homework is continue working on that manuscript. Reach out to Megan if you need a great editor. Her information's linked in the write-up. And 
also read through your manuscript. Make sure you're getting that smile, nod, or laugh test uh, and that it passes that as you're getting ready to put your book out there. All right, part three, the little book of Market Wizards, Lessons from the Greatest Traders by Jack D. Schwager. I give it four stars. It's a really quick read and Schwager does a great job if you're interested in learning more about investing in the stock market. We're just curious to learn about this. Uh, Schwager interviews a lot of very successful investors and traders and just really tries to glean a couple of lessons. And what's interesting is that he doesn't come up with a one-size-fits-all strategy for investing in the stock market. Rather, it's more about finding a strategy that works with you as an individual. Because just like every individual has a different personality, different tastes, the same, he argues, can be applied to your investing strategy. So some people are more short-term, others are more long-term-minded. Uh, so I found it really interesting, and you know, it was... It, I love the fact that it's really broken down into very common language. I I went to business school. I took courses in finance and, and investing, but a lot of that was very esoteric. It was very heady. Uh, so if you are interested in learning about investing, I would definitely recommend this book as a, as a nice way to kind of dip the toe in the water. I'll be back next week with another book. Have a great week. If you've had a funky week, I hope this one is better for you. And remember, always be moving forward.